Is we in this joint? Yeah, it sounds like we in this joint. So let's get into this joint. turkey you know when you just gotta do some shit it's like man just fucking do it if you just don't do it you just not gonna do it and that's how i felt about stopping that song if i don't just stop it i ain't gonna be able to just stop it <laughs> shout out scissor man yo it was funny yesterday in the group chat yesterday in the group chat we all was getting into it over scissor so this nigga act 
It started from this nigga Axe. Axe on his live stream fucking just going crazy on SZA. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I was watching the live stream, and was it funny? Of course it was. But at the same time, I'm watching that shit, and I'm like, yo, like, Axe going crazy on SZA right now. Like, it's so unwarranted. Like... Where did, like, why? Where did these shots come from? Like, he was just going in on SZA. I don't know what. I think this nigga said, like, she blocked him or some shit like that a while ago. I don't know what the fuck happened. Whatever it was, he's still holding on to it. And he just started going in on SZA, bro. Like, I was, I was, like I said, I was starting to feel bad. Like, holy mac, right? But, like, I was telling the homies, I'm like, yo, SZA's never done it for me. SZA has never done it for me. And the one homie was just like, nigga, you crazy. Like, you crazy. SZA this and that. She bad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bro, I don't get it. I don't see it. Like, I just don't get it. I don't see it. Like, and I know I've been in the, and I know I'm in the minority on SZA. Like, I've always been on the minority on SZA. Now, personally, I, I don't really understand how. I don't really get how, but I understand that's where I've always been. Motherfuckers have always been saying SZA bad as hell, SZA this and that, SZA blase blah, whatever the case. And I just was like, I don't know. I don't get it. Now, when SZA came back around, control era, I'm like, and it's crazy because, see, What's wild, see, I never was even paying attention to, like, the plastic surgery and this and that shit. I always attributed it to uh, to weight loss. Because we know when SZA first came out, she had the round face, her freckles, all this and that shit. Like, and the freckles was cool. I'm not minding the freckles. But she had a round face, this and that. Like, I don't know. She just, she kind of looked a little goofy. She kind of looked a little goofy to me. But I also understand that, when you get when you admire somebody, you 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 you're attracted to them. Like I get it, I get it. Uh, that's almost like my that's almost like the girl Tink. Like, and not that Tink is ugly because I don't think Tink is ugly, but the way I be like when the way I be talking about her, like oh shit, like that's Tink, nigga. That's because I really really fuck with Tink's music. I just think she hard as a bitch. That's like Doja. Like, I'm always running around talking about, oh, Doja, my baby. Doja, this and that. Doja, this and that. Niggas be hating on Doja. Niggas hate Doja. But I think she hard as fuck. Like, from the moment I heard Moo, I'm like, yo, this bitch right here, she gas, bro. (laughs) She's like, she out here gas and shit. She hard as fuck. So off that alone, I'm just like, yeah, I'm rocking with her. Like, she the illest, you know. So I get it. I get that's probably why motherfuckers was always saying, like, oh, scissors, so this and that, scissors, so this and that. And I'm like, I don't really get it. But I will also say back then, I also didn't really get the hype over music either. I ain't really get the music either, for real, for real. So it was kind of, it was kind of like funny to see that, like, when Control came around, and I think that's when she might have gotten some plastic surgery or something done to her face. But again, at that time, I was just thinking, oh, Shorty done lost some weight. She been hitting the gym and this and that. Like, she just out here. She got money, so, of course, she probably got the best nutritionist, got a good chef, this and that shit. Like, 
Yeah, she gonna get in the gym, start eating right. She gonna, she gonna, she out here, she looking ready. She out here looking ready, and I couldn't deny it. I'm like, shit, sis out here looking ready. Fast forward to these times, and it's kind of up in the air for me. It's kind of up in the air for me. But yeah, the homie was just, he was, he was just, he was dogging on me yesterday, man. He was dogging on me. He was, and I'm just like, bro. I I feel you and I hear you, but I just don't think sis is hitting like that, cuz. I don't really know what to tell you. Fam was like, man, you like white bitches. So of course you would like. I'm like, bro, what that got to do with anything? What that got to do with shit? That ain't got shit to do with shit. Cause like, well, nigga, I heard your ex was this and that. And I'm like, man, like, but still, like, yeah. Would I pick my ex over scissor? Yeah, but again, that's just because I think, hey, scissor just ain't really hitting. She just ain't really doing it for me. BBL or not, SZA just ain't never really done it for me. But once again, once I got caught on, once I really got caught on with the music, holy Mac, won't no turning back. Won't no turning back whatsoever. SZA really that bitch. I can't even cap. So, yeah, that nigga act needs to chill on SZA. Not too much on SZA. Not too much on SZA like Joe say. Not too much, man, because... Says uh, uh when it comes to that pin game, shorty really the one. Shorty really the one. But uh all right, y'all, let's get to it. I heard that wild fool. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. Oh, it'd probably be easier to do it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a little easier doing it that way. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it heavy today in the sinuses, in the nose, and shit like that. It is gonna be a short pod. Let me tell y'all niggas that. It's going to be a short pie on Gizmo. And I ain't really got no reason to lie to you. I lied to y'all every other week, but I ain't got no reason to lie to you this week. It's going to be a short one. It's going to be shit that y'all already know about. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I ain't even going too crazy today. Um, You can't see it, but I'm rocking my, you know what I'm saying, big, big bulls on parade. You know what I mean? Y'all know what's something that's kind of trash? Training camp. Uh, I went to the Texas training camp this morning. One, I got there late. I might, and, and, and I wondered if, well, I ain't going to say I got there late because I didn't get there late. But if I would have gotten there earlier, I wonder if I could have, you know what I mean, if training camp wouldn't have been so kind of whack. The, the parking gates opened at 5 a.m. I was not getting up at 5 a.m. to go to a fucking training camp. And then the actual, like, facility, John, opened at 8, I want to say. When did that shit open? Hold on. Let me look at it right quick. When did that open? I think that opened at 8. And I'm just like... Hold up, where we at? Where we at with it? Where that shit at go? Ah, hell, whatever. So anyways, shit opened at like 8. 
Shit opened at 8. And I'm thinking, like, all right, if you get there early, they're going to hook you up with the mug. They're going to hook you up with the, uh, they're going to hook you up with a, with a wristband or some shit like that. I think they was going to give off, like, some, some free shirts or something. Or maybe niggas needed the VIP. I don't know what it was. Let me see, because I just pulled it up. Let's see. It started at 9. Yeah, gates opened at 8. Parking opened at 5 a.m. Y'all playing. Uh, so, anyways, I had to stand and, and watch it at the end of the field, this and that shit. Like, it won't hit no nothing. I, 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 I remember I, I hit up my mom. I was like, yo, I ain't even going to lie to you. Training camp kind of boring. She was like, what? She was like, I just knew you would love training camp. Like, you're an X's and an O guy. This and that. Like, you played the game, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And all I'm doing is watching this shit. Like, all right, niggas doing drills. Boo. Individual drills. Boo. Special teams. Boo. Like, it ain't hit. Like, this ain't hit. I'm like, I'd rather see them scrimmage. Then when they did start scrimmaging, you can't see shit because on my side of the field, they was going away from us. So everybody that wasn't in on first team, second team, this and that is just standing in the in line all the way across like a big ass fence. So you couldn't even see shit. I'm like, man, I'm getting the fuck out of here, nigga. Like, <laughs> it's hot as hell. I ain't finna be watching these niggas practice. I don't give a fuck about these niggas practicing at all. Not even in the least bit. I'm trying to see folk. I'm trying to see folk come week one. I'm trying to see folk week two. That's our first home game. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to see. I ain't trying to see niggas out here doing goddamn on air, this and that shit. It's hot. It's hot. It's too hot for that. But if I would have got there early, if that would have been the case, and I could have got me a little wristband sitting in the bleachers with a better view and actually not be standing, maybe it could have been, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it could have been all gravy. But also something that I did see today, that I ain't going to like, Man, that shit wild. <laughs> I seen a video the other day. I think it was on like Instagram or TikTok, some shit like that. Dude was like, how many yards do you think you can get as an NFL running back off of 20 carries? How many do you think you can get? And, and we put it in the group chat. We was all just laughing like, yeah, we ain't getting shit. We was like collegiate level. I'm like collegiate level. And I'm especially now, I'm 32, nigga. Collegiate level, maybe over 20 carries. Maybe 10 yards. And it depends. But maybe 10 yards. High school level, give me 50. But it's got to be double A and it's got to be double A and, and, and under. Double A and under. I'm not fucking with none of these little niggas out here in Texas. These 6A schools and shit like that, you can cancel it. <laughs> I'm not fucking with nobody that's playing in the Barry Stadium, in the Barry Center, up there in Cyprus. Nope. I don't want no problems with them niggas out there in Katy. Nope. If I was in doubt, I don't want no problems with them little youngsters over there in DeSoto. Nope. I'm getting cooked. <laughs> I'm getting cooked. But get me in a double A, yeah, I, I could pull up 50 on you. I can hit 50 for the double A. NFL, nigga, we not even going to make it to the 20th carry. <laughs> we, not, we not even going to make it to the 20th carry. 
These cats are huge. Huge. And I've been to I've been to college games before. I've been to NFL games before. Like, I see how fast these cats really are. But today at training camp, I got to really, like, I was a little bit closer. Like, I really got to see how big these cats are. I'm talking about your cornerbacks, your wide receivers, legs just monstrous. I'm looking at these niggas' legs like, bro, I, I, I want my legs to look like that. Like, these shits are huge, bro. These shits are huge. These Them cats is way too big, way too fast, getting cooked. I'm not even making it to my 20th carry. Like, like what? What? Yeah, you can cancel it. You can, you can cancel all of that. Cancel all of Christmas. Them boys put niggas out there on a stretcher. They they huge, but yeah. Shout out to Texans. Shout out to Texans. Um, let me go ahead and get right on into it. Go ahead and get right on into it. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. And that they were. That they were. Shout out, you know what I mean? Shout out Montgomery. Shout out the whole goddamn. State of Alabama. You know what I mean? Shout out the whole goddamn black community. Shout out the whole goddamn. Hold up. Hold up. Because while we at it, let me just go ahead and just, just right quick. Just for a little bit. Let go. Hey, I'm really proud of y'all. Montgomery Brawl. Not one but a mall. Montgomery Brawl. Shout out, bro, that could swim. Montgomery Brawl. Who shit really order them? Montgomery Brawl. Shout out, Unk with the chair. Montgomery Brawl. Everybody that was there. Montgomery Brawl. Threw the hat off at the start. Montgomery Brawl. Man, shout out to the girl. Hey, now y'all done started some shit, so we gon' finish it. And this time, everybody about to witness it. Bro told them to move, just doing his job. But y'all wanted to jump him, so now we got a problem. so anyways i'm sure you all are aware of the montgomery brawl and i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna keep it short and simple i'm gonna keep it short and sweet was i proud 1000% because not not of the fact not of the fact not of the fact that we really was just jumping on niggas not on the fact that we had a motherfucker's back like all that was great all I loved all that but what I really really loved was finally Finally, fucking finally, white folk couldn't hide their hand no more. In my opinion, white niggas be out here really throwing stones and hiding their hand and just be getting away with shit. Like, shit just don't be happening. Whether it's Karen's doing the most, like, that's like... 
What happened in Montgomery, bro? In Montgomery? That really should, that really is warranted for when Karen's come around being extra. Just, just coming up doing the most. That really be warranted. But we understand they ain't took it to a level of physicality yet, so we ain't going to do nothing. And you women, you know what I'm saying? So ain't nobody fitting to do nothing. And you still white at the end of the day. So we got to move. So we got to move about that a little ways, too. You know what I'm saying? But on this one, them niggas really thought. Like, I don't, they really thought. They really thought they was just going to jump on that man, get back in their boat, and act like shit was all cool. Like, nah, we finna get on his ass and ain't nothing. Like, don't worry about why. We just doing what the fuck we want to do. And ain't going to be no repercussions about it. No. Niggas finally had to fucking realize, look, we just can't be jumping on black folk any kind of way when there's hella black folk around. Somebody might get on our ass. We got on that ass. Like they said, a little youngster was swimming. That shit was crazy. You know, it's wild. But now I will say this too. We are still in America. We are still in America. And we still black folk in America. If it's one thing that ain't going to happen, in America, is our black asses getting the last laugh. You can best believe, <laughs> you can best believe it's going to be some shit that's going to come on from behind this. I either, The police finna up the skull on us a little more. Knock on wood. I I, I, I ain't talking about killing, even though that it's, it's always on the table with them niggas. Uh... But the harassment, like, trust me, we we not finna get the last laugh on this shit. Them white folk finna get on us. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we really went crazy. Like we really, we really went wild on folk. Two little white boys came from underneath the joint. Thought they was finna do some shit. <laughs> Niggas walked up, five, six, seven niggas just, oh, no, nah, they turned around quick. The one dude just going to walk around. He's just going to turn around and walk away. Like that, like all of a sudden, that shit was just going to excuse him from out the confrontation. No, nigga, you getting whooped. You getting whooped because you was the first one that ran over there and jumped on cuz. It was one-on-one at first. Then you ran over there and jumped on, bro. So, no, we we did not forget about you. We did not forget about you. Man, like I said, man's came through with the chair. He was wilding. Now, he knew he went too goddamn far hitting that woman with the chair. If there was one thing that I seen that I was just like, ooh, ooh, I can't agree with that. I can't, I can't agree with that. The lady didn't just finished getting jumped on by two other hoes. They, they didn't beat her ass. She's sitting down. Here, you come from out of nowhere. Bink! On top of the head, right on top of the head, she got to have all kind of neck injury, all kind of shit. His ass fitting to sit down. His ass fitting to sit down for a little bit. 
Like, nah, like, bro, he fucked up. He got he got a little too caught up. He got a little too caught up in the moment. He got everything was gravy. The pope, the police watching him hit niggas with chairs and this and that shit. But when he hit her, everybody knew, like, oh, you do you done went too far now. They had to jump on him. They had to arrest his ass. I don't know what he was thinking. He he just he just he really kind of just lost his mind for a quick second. But um, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Montgomery, man. Shout out fucking Montgomery, cause that shit was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. All right. And speaking of white folk, and I and, and, and again I did an episode about this a long time ago. Uh that I feel bad for the white man. Cause apparently this is going on at Best Buy. I have not seen this clip yet, so we will react to it together. I'm James O'Keefe with OMG standing outside Best Buy this week on August 8th. O'Keefe Media Group OMG released a story featuring a whistleblower from inside Best Buy that released screenshots of a training program, a management training program with McKinsey and Company, where it explicitly excludes white applicants. The program's Racial requirements have led to an accusations of racial discrimination, a firestorm online. The CEO of Best Buy, Corey Berry, has now made her Twitter account private. It was a white woman that was the CEO. I don't know who said it. Fucking Anton Daniels. See, white guys? And again, I dropped the pod a minute ago because I already seen what was going on. I understand now. Now, granted, y'all are still white niggas. So you got a lot of favor. Even if you poor, you still got a lot of favor. So I understand that sometimes y'all just got to shut the fuck up. Or y'all need to understand. Of course, I understand it. But sometimes y'all got to understand it. That, you know, you just got to shut the fuck up and take it. You got to take the complaints. If you skinny... And and, and and a fat nigga or a fat bitch just clowning on you. Yeah, you can shoot back at them if, if that's what you really want to do. If y'all in that type of setting, you can shoot back, and it might be and it might just be what it is. But sometimes you just gotta you just gotta take it because it's usually fat folk. that's usually always you know what I'm saying. That's usually always catching the strays. From out of left field anyway. So sometimes you just got to take it. Same reason why black folk can talk about white folk. Because you got to understand the historical context. Yes. How would it look that y'all niggas been shitting on us for years and you get to just get on stage and all this and that and just say, what, just say whatever the fuck you want? That ain't how the world work. I ain't make the rules clearly. It ain't never worked like that. So you got to take it. But I seen it. But I seen it. I seen what it was coming to. Again, that's why I had to drop the pod back in the day because I was feeling for y'all. I was feeling for y'all. But like Anton Daniel said, y'all white niggas, y'all really been fucking up for a minute. Y'all been fucking up for a minute. I don't know what what plans y'all been trying to make, what agenda y'all got going on, and all this and that shit. But y'all really lost control of y'all's bitches. Y'all lost control of y'all's hoes. Now, by way of that, via y'all's goddamn mishaps, 
Everybody else lost, they lost control of their bitches too. So now you got a white woman as the Best Buy CEO excluding white folk. Now granted, is she excluded from that too? Yes. But I bet you, I bet you that her putting that in there got more so to do with white men than the white community as a whole. Let's keep going. Said the only said the only applicants were black, Hispanic, Pacific Islanders. Pacific Islanders. Why can't why can't motherfuckers say that word right? Why we always say specific or Pacific? I don't know. Guess the same reason why we say scrape, even though I don't say scrape. My brother used to say shrape. <laughs> My nigga couldn't say STR words to save his goddamn life. That shit used to be funny as hell growing up. Now a second whistleblower has come forward exclusively to OMG with audio recordings of his manager Mike Hirsch at a Best Buy in Jacksonville, Florida, stating that LGBTQ flags were appropriate in the Geek Squad office, but Christian crosses were not. Look where we at. Look where we at. Y'all done took music and arts out the schools. Y'all done took the National Pledge of Allegiance out of the schools. Now, some people were a while will look around and say, yo, y'all Americans weird as hell for that. Y'all some whole other shit for that. But those were a part of our values. Those were a part of our core. Those were the kind of things that we that we built on. Y'all took religion out of school. When they take religion out of school, I feel like, and I could very be, I very, I very well could be wrong because I started kindergarten when I was born in '91, so I started kindergarten in '96. I feel like we might have still been like, oh, again, I don't think we were ever just like saying group prayers and shit like that. But I feel like there was some type of religion or something like that within uh, the schools, you know. But this right here, again, this almost goes to I seen this video the other day of this of this uh, this pastor, this black pastor. I, for, I I can't think of what bro's name was. Uh, if I had my TikTok up. If I had my TikTok up, I could probably find it. But anyways, apparently this guy that went viral and this and that shit because he's been talking about uh people when they come when they come to church, when they come to church, uh more specifically women, more specifically women, when they come to church, dress certain ways and this and that, and just how women should try to be dressed a little more, a little more modest. And uh, and and one of the hosts just was not trying to hear that. A black woman, obviously, uh, K Fox. She just was not trying to hear that shit. But everything the pastor was saying, everything the pastor was saying, uh, there we go, Pastor Gino Jennings. Uh, everything the pastor was saying was basically in uh in reference to the Bible. That's all he's saying. Like 
it might be harsh. It might be this and that because he calling women prostitutes. They coming into church half naked, this and that shit, whatever the case may be, right? But it just, but it just made me think about like, yo. In America, we really have lost our. I ain't gonna say we lost our way. I don't want to say it like that, but religion just is not what it used to be whatsoever. It's just not, bro. And and I don't know who that started with. Like I said, my whole entire life, I, I growing up, I was in church every Wednesday, every damn Sunday. Like I told y'all last episode, nigga, every Sunday, nigga, the only thing I'm looking forward to is after church, my nigga. Going to goddamn Franklin County, nigga. Because, one, my church was just born. I like my church was just beyond born. It was incredibly born. The only time I liked it was second Sunday. And that was because it was the junior choir. And that's because eventually I got my ass on the drums. <laughs> nigga started nigga got in band in middle school, started playing the drums, uh, started uh getting in the percussion section. Next thing you know, them niggas said, Yeah, we're gonna get him a drum set. And I started playing drums in the motherfucking church. And that was great. Cause I ain't had to sing no more, this and that. Like, oh yeah, it's great. But I say that to say I was never necessarily like I can't say that I was the the biggest uh not not in definitely I'm definitely not gonna say that biggest believer. But what would be the perfect what would be a good word? Maybe practicer. Practicer of uh of religion, I guess you could say. Maybe that's what I'll say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just always I just always believed in something. You know what I'm saying? But whether it was this, whether it was that, I don't know. And again, I don't know if I'm living right. I couldn't tell you. According to the Bible, I for damn sure ain't. Uh, I'm, just hope, I'm just hoping that the Lord got more mercy on me than what the Bible said. And I think that's how everybody living. Everybody... Everybody, I think most people believe in something. I think most people believe in something. But even in that belief, at least in America, at least as far as the Bible go, we believe in God, we believe in Jesus Christ. But all them things that's written down in the Bible, we hoping that that shit ain't that accurate. Uh, But anyways... I digress. I know I'm kind of going on the tangent. Let's see what else they're talking about. This has led to further allegations of religious discrimination. If we're doing all that gay pride uh, flags and all that transgender stuff, like why don't we have Christian stuff all over? They're not the same. How is that not the same? You can 1,000% choose religion. So, it's not a belief, listen, though. That's almost, that's a, that's a, listen, cult, that's a cultural... Yeah, but <laughs> me as a cultural entity having beliefs that I have, so right. why can't I put my stuff all over the because wall? you are choosing to cho- to believe in Christianity or Muslim or okay. whatever. You choose well, that. someone is choosing to be gay they or lesbian. Gay. Hey, they're choosing that. Ennis Sujak. You're cho- you might not have chosen. You might not have chosen. But you are choosing to rep your gang. You are choosing... To be out front with it. See, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, again, guys, I really wish. I really wish I was the illest comedian because it's Pandora's box. It's wild to think 
that in this time, the Bible can't even stand face to face with the LGBTQ community because what the Bible represents, what religions represent. And most religions say, hey, we not really rocking with that. And because everybody know that, we can only have one but not the other? That ain't a little like, why? Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, that's just weird. It's like, why do they have to be included? And not, not so much that why do they have to be included, but why do they have to be included if everyone can't be included? And we stand on what we stand on. Why can't a devout Christian walk into their workplace and feel like, oh, that's cool to know that, you know, uh, someone supports me too. Someone includes me, a devout Muslim, a devout uh, a Jewish person. What What's their, uh, no, it's not Hindu. What the fuck am I talking about? Judaism? Like, oh, for sure, like, my company, my company rock with me as well. LGBT, they the only ones like, all right, bro, should have asked, all right, but with, with Black Lives Matter, if we put that up there too? Now, what if you got LGBT and Black Lives Matter, you can't even, a motherfucker can't even put up the, the fish? Y'all know the sign, the, the, G, the fish. Can you put up the fish? Kind of crazy. Serbian immigrant and Best Buy employee in Jacksonville, Florida, recorded the conversation with his manager, Mike Hirsch. I spoke with Ennis about his situation. He's decided to go public. Very brave, very courageous individual. Here's some of that interaction. That is our manager. His name is uh, Mike Hirsch. Um, he, he and I had a very long conversation. It, it was like an hour and 30 minutes of he and I just going back and forth with him uh, telling me that... Uh, it was work appropriate to have all this uh, LGBTQ stuff that's uh, going on in the office. Yeah, they got mad flags. But it's not yeah, okay deep in for shit. me to, you know, be a Christian myself and have a, a Bible uh, right over there that's uh, Guys. right there at the office or have a cross or a cross. Now, this is something I was just thinking about earlier, and I, I can't remember what it was that necessarily struck me to think about this. Uh, yeah. The same way, and I guess it's just going to fall that way because of, just like I said before, 50, 70 years, whenever the fuck it's going to be. Um, niggas going to be on transgenders. Like, it ain't even going to be a thing no more. It's just going to be what it is. Like like the homie Smith was saying, like, it's going to get to a point where ain't nobody even going to ask. Ain't nobody going to care. Should people care? I don't know. It's not up for me to decide. I don't give a fuck. Um, but... In that same time frame, yeah, it's possible. It very well is possible that everyone in America in the next 75 years, 100 years, may be some type, may be some type of gay, lesbian. And, and what made me think about it earlier was that was was women. Like, like all these hoes is really like, all these hoes lesbian for real, for real. Damn, I wish I could remember what it was. Um... 
but yeah, that's crazy. Like I'm looking at this video, like huge rainbow flags. It's like, again, I'm not tripping, but how come they just get to be on so much of front street? Like for what? In comparison to everybody else, like how come can't nobody else rep what they want to rep? It just don't make no sense. Quran or anything like that. That that's not work appropriate. But you know, having that LGBTQ pride flag everywhere else, uh, that is work appropriate. And I wasn't standing for that. Are you calling the police? I am actually. You're calling. You're calling the police. Taking issue with the materials he saw on the walls, the LGBTQ materials in the morning meetings, he objected to it and walked out. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Oh, uh, again, that's going to be a, uh, that's a pretty, that's pretty what? That's pretty rough. Like, I, I can't say in America they trying to get white folk out to paint, but For them to blatantly say, well, and you know what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think what I was going to say is not that white folk deserve to get out the paint. But what I was gonna say is, well, maybe, maybe if they want a little more, a, a little more love, they should add that they European <laughs> to feel, to feel some type of, maybe feel some type of status quo, maybe so y'all won't look so fucking. Again, I don't understand. Like I said, my whole entire life growing up, white folks talking about some, oh, I'm, like for real, for real. This is no exaggeration. Like, oh, I'm, thirty twenty six. Goddamn French. I'm 418th Hungarian. I'm 9 thirds Dutch. I'm this and that, this and that, this and that shit. Like this is this was this was always a theme for me growing up hearing hearing white kids saying this about themselves. Like, oh I'm this and that, 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 I'm this and that. But then you look at a fucking like census or you got to fill out something and it just says white. I don't understand how that how that doesn't register to think like, well, how come if we know that we're some type of this and that and we're this and that, like how come it just doesn't say European American? Why? Why? Like, why is it just white? Especially a black folk got African-American. It'd be different if it clearly just said black across the whole shit. But it says black or African-American. So how come it doesn't say white or European-American? That's what I'm saying. So them niggas dead wrong for this shit, but get the white niggas about the paint. <laughs> All right, how long have we been going? 43 minutes? Let me get on up out of here. Uh, the last thing, yeah, 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 I'm about to get on up out of here. Last thing I want to talk about is uh, Reason. You know, you may not know who Reason is. He is a rapper uh, that signed to TDE. Uh, if you listened to last pod, I brought him up about the story about when I went bald. Uh, 
when I was wearing that hat. Reason got on back on Fig last week, and man started talking a little way. He started getting a little greasy. He was talking a little greasy two weeks prior on the Joe Budden podcast. TDE won't feel in it. They jumped in and got on. Moose. Moose had jumped in and got on. Loki was dogging him. For real, for real. Told her, he ain't, yo, you ain't got no motion. Rayvon and Dochi been out less than you. Ain't got no album out. They got way more motion than you. They do. Uh, Dochi got hella motion. She got, me and Smith was talking about it the other day. Checked her Spotify. She got like 17, damn near 18 million uh, monthly Spotify listeners. Dochi out here getting to it. I, and I was trying to tell him. He was like, who, he was like, who the fuck is Dochi? I'm like, nah, Dochi out here popping. <laughs> then when he seen that, he was like, damn, who this bitch? Like, I'm like, nigga, I told you. Because Reason only had like a million and something monthly listeners. So she popping. Um, but I just thought that was kind of crazy of like, damn, like, they really on cuz. And like I said, I was just talking with the homie, and it was like, yo, you think Reason could be did Reason really might have signed to the wrong place? Would he be better if he was and not better? Cause man's can rap something crazy, crazy. And I thought his album was cool. Again, the homie, he thought the shit was trash. He wasn't really fucking with it. But I I, I fucked with it. I thought I thought it was a pretty good album for sure. Um But I was like, yo, I wonder if he'll be like if he would with all the shit that he going through, apparently, you know, TDM, they won't let him drop music. He be coming to him with different projects and EPs and this and that shit, but they kind of be like, nah, this ain't really it. He was on him about getting a feature and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And Moose was like, nigga, what would an EST, ESTG feature do for you? What would this kind of feature do for you? What would... You know, niggas can't even name 10 songs of yours and this and that shit, you know? Uh, and it makes me think, like, damn, I wonder if because TDE is just so tight-knit and they so kind of, like, family-based that he he might be better if he was away from home. Like, you know when they say you can only get love from motherfuckers that you can really kind of only get love when you move away from your city. If you start in a business or maybe not starting a business, but if you like maybe starting a clothing brand or if you trying to do something with the arts, music, painting, whatever the case may be, like you got to leave home because home just know you as home. They know you as who you are. And it's they, they can't necessarily see you as in, in, a, in another light. And, and I, and sometimes I just wonder if like, again, if reason would have been better off with an Atlantic or a Def Jam or maybe even a Dreamville, like, would he be more appreciated in the Dreamville camp in comparison to TDE? You know, like, and I understand why he was signed to TDE. He from LA as niggas like signing to the Lakers, but for what it seems like he wants with his career, it don't really seem like 
it don't really seem like TDE is giving him the the room or the leeway to do that. But what I will also say, on the other hand, because TDE is kind of family-oriented and they're so tight-knit and this and that, they might have a whole lot more patience with him in comparison to another label. Like, if he was at another label that just was really only looking at him as an X and O because he has been out since, what, 2018? He didn't drop uh, a couple of projects. Well, yeah, there you have it. Then New Beginnings. Um, I don't think I checked New Beginnings. Maybe I did. If so, I don't really remember it. So take that for what it's worth. Um, could he be shelved by now? If he was on another, if he was on another label with hella acts, hella acts, would he ever get gotten to? I think with TDE, because it is only a finite number of uh, uh, of uh, of talent of acts you got soul SZA Q Zay Sir Zakar excuse me uh Zakari uh what's my what's my one dude's names uh Lance Skywalker uh Dochi and Rayvon Maybe there's some other folk, but I don't think so. That's only what? That's less than a dozen? That could be why he's still getting shots. That could be the reason why he is actually still on a label. You know? Um, so, yeah, it's just a very interesting... It's a very interesting... Uh, it's a very interesting position that I think he's in right now. And I'm really, I'm really, really curious to see how it goes for him in the future. Uh, Cause again, from watching back on fig, hearing Keem talk, hearing Mac walk, uh, Mac Wap talk, the way Moose was talking, like Moose came, Moose came on the phone saying, it sound like you don't want to be here no more. And this and that shit. Like, because reason Ben just kind of expressing this type of shit and this and that, like just kind of going outside the family and just speaking in a certain way. So it definitely, it definitely makes me wonder like, damn, I wonder if bro going to be on TDE for much longer. Like maybe it's going to depend on what this album does, you know, uh, Again, like I said, I thought it was a good project. He definitely had some songs on there that I fucked with. Uh, a good a good seven or eight, you know. But we're gonna see. You know, uh he's clearly he's clearly someone that uh you can tell that he kind of feels the pressures of being on a major label. Or on a maybe not necessarily a major label, even though TDE at this point is a pretty big label. Uh, 
but on a label that's had the kind of success that it's had. And I feel like he definitely feels like he has some shoes that he's trying to fill. And you can tell by just some of the things, like, he be talking about, and even he said it, just trying to figure out ways to crack through the social media shit. Like, these days, you just can't, you just can't sell music. You got to have something else that, that, that comes along with it. You have to. And that's why I'm saying when people be talking about niggas doing antics and all this and that, it's like, I mean, yeah, I hear what y'all saying and blah, 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 but are y'all not watching the same shit that I'm watching? Have y'all not been paying attention to the same shit that I've seen lately? Like, we, we, that's how we live in it. We literally live in, in an era where outrage marketing is what motherfuckers do. Like, large companies playing off emotions, playing off just giving something that people will react to. Motherfuckers thirsty for a reaction. Again, back to the Jamie Foxx shit. Thirsty for a reaction. Dwight Howard, thirsty for a reaction. Motherfuckers just, they'll jump at anything. They'll jump at anything that make them feel a way. If it just make them feel the slightest way, ooh, I'm on it. What? What'd you say? This and that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm on it. Um, So, of course, like, as an artist, I, I, I can only imagine you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. Maybe I was just kind of going in circles with that one, but I just thought that was a, I just thought that that was a little crazy. You know, it made me think like, damn, is this a rollout? It didn't necessarily seem like a rollout, but that shit did go viral. That shit went very motherfucking viral, and uh, it worked. <laughs> If a damn show work, but I'm I'm very interested to see what what's next, what happens in the next year and a half, two years with Reason and the TDE relationship. Like, is he still going to be on there? Is he going to move on? Like, just what happens? What happens with his career after this? Because uh, that shit was kind of wild last week. <laughs> that shit was really kind of wild last week, but um, all right, guys. Like I said, it's gonna. I told y'all it was gonna be a short pod. I'm finna get out of here in under an hour. I really had not much whatsoever um to talk about for real, for real. Let me just let me just scroll through Twitter one last little one one last gleeful time. See if there's anything worth mentioning. Let's see what's going on with my nigga Jay Electronica. What's going on with him? Uh, no, nothing. Sunday fun day. What's that? Houston, Houston popping? Shit popping with Houston today? Nope. Nope. Niggas talking about some other shit. All right, guys. We are out. It has been episode one. 49 of the Wildin' for Respect podcast. I don't know what I want to close it out with. I have no idea what I want to close it out with. Y'all want me to close it out with Pearl Jam? I ain't heard Pearl Jam. Yeah, let's close it out with Pearl Jam. We ain't heard this in a minute.
for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack.
All right. That was, once again, Pearl Jam, Yellow Letter Bed. Holy shit, that is such a... Damn, I really love that song. Amazing song, for sure, for sure. Uh, But, all right, folks. I'll see y'all next week for episode 150, the big 150. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas is wild.